When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. What if I told you imaginary friends are real? This is just so exciting. This Friday, get ready for the movie event with the greatest cast you've ever imagined. Showtime. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, George Clooney, Maya Rudolph, Bradley Cooper, Sebastian Maniscalco, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Aquafina, Keegan-Michael Key, and Steve Carell. I need to throw up or I need a snack. It's one of the two. Gross. If. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Written and directed by John Krasinski. You're listening to Comedy Central. Once again, America is reeling from mass shootings. All the way from Buffalo, New York, to Uvalde, Texas. People are asking, how long can this keep going on? And here's the good news. In response, a major bill has been announced which would ban the new sales of handguns and allow the government to forcefully buy back assault rifles in Canada. (laughs) Yeah, this is completely real. Canada saw what happened here, and they're shutting down guns there. Yeah, at this point, America's basically a scared straight program that gets other countries on the right path. Yeah, it's like, you ever smell someone so bad, you know, that you decide that you need to take a shower? (laughs) That's what America is with gun laws now to other countries. They're like, we need to do something about guns. And while most Americans, liberals and conservatives, are open to common sense restrictions on guns to keep Americans safe, there is still a small yet powerful group of gun (laughs) who believe the problem with gun violence is not because of guns. No, it's because of everything else. Part of the problem is how this generation of kids exists mostly online. They see actual violence as it's portrayed in the movies they watch, the music they listen to, and the games, the video games they play. When I played war growing up, my friends, the boys were allowed to be boys. I said to my friend, Andy, bang, you're dead. But the difference is we knew it was fake. And Andy got up afterwards. And we went and jumped in the fire hydrant or whoever had a pool. What? (laughs) First of all, why do I feel like Andy's fake? And second of all, (laughs) what is this loser talking about? Kids know that games are fake, my man. No one is turning off Grand Theft Auto like, shit, I just ran over 80 pedestrians. Should I get a lawyer? Oh my God, I'm too young for jail. What am I gonna do? (laughs) The argument that American music and video games causes gun violence totally falls apart when you realize the entire world listens to American music and plays American video games. Yeah, but they have nowhere the same level of America's mass shootings. And don't get it twisted, it's the same music. It's not like in Sweden, there, Snoop Dogg is like, rat tat 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 and I never hesitate to put a hat on a cat. <laughs> it's the same music. Why are they not getting the same results? And please, 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 gun, gun fanatics, they, 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 they don't just want to ban video games and music. No, no, no. It's going further. They also want to replace those things with what they say are some lost values. 
The only solution is Christ Jesus and being able to get some type of spirituality and prayer back into our schools. Right now, today, we live in a country where our millennials participation rate for churches uh, is under 30 percent in a lot of locations. This is the lowest church participation we've ever had as a nation. Uh, and so uh, it just shows you why you see so much chaos in our streets. Yeah, I mean, that, that could be one solution. We need to bring Jesus into our schools. I mean, I don't know how Jesus would feel about that. Yeah, because if I was Jesus, I'd be like, yo, forget that. Look at what you guys did to me with nails. I'm not coming back when there's guns. Got AR-15, shit, I learned my lesson. But again, if you think gun violence in America is high because people aren't going to church, then why don't they have the same gun violence in Europe? Because there, nobody goes to church. It's like a thing that's done now. If you go to church in Germany, you'll be the only one there. Even the preacher will be like, ah! Oh, jeez, you scared the shit out of me. Nobody comes in here anymore. I even forgot there was a door. Oh, oh, oh my God, that was crazy. Oh. The point is, gun lovers have been blaming the same causes over and over again for decades. Although this time, to their credit, they've come up with a new thing to blame. It's not the guns, it's the books. We stopped teaching values in so many of our schools. Now, now we're teaching wokeness. We're, we're indoctrinating our children with things like CRT. Yeah, that's right. That's how evil critical race theory is. It's only been around for like a year and it's already caused three decades of school shootings. <laughs> it's really tough. It goes back in time. It's so powerful. <laughs> Look, man, I know you guys want to blame anything but guns, but it still has to make sense. Can we agree on that? Right? You can't just blame stuff that you are already mad at. These guys are like, maybe there wouldn't be so many, uh, you know, violent shootings in schools if my wife would stop flirting with the landscaper. I mean, <laughs> is it just me? They're making it sound like there used to be a lesson that was about the importance of not shooting people, but they never got to it because they spent too long on teaching slavery. This doesn't make any sense. And if it's not religion, and if it's not video games, and it's not the music, what else could it be? Well, according to some gun lovers, maybe it was the school's fault. One of the things that, that, that everyone agreed is don't have all of these unlocked back doors. Have one door into and out of the school. I would like to see this a national push toward instead of parents buying their kids all these tools and toys and games, invest in the classroom to make it safer. They have blankets that you can put up on the wall that are colorful and beautiful, but they're ballistic blankets. We need to install man traps, a series of interlocking doors at the school entrance that are triggered by a tripwire. The tripwire can be a gunshot, broken glass, a manual switch tossed by a school employee, and it traps the shooter like a rat. Are these people hearing themselves? <laughs> you think kids can't tell fantasy from reality, but your suggestion is like, how about we make a school with steel doors that slam and windows that turn into concrete, or even better, the whole school becomes a transformer. Yeah, so that way when the school shooter comes, the whole school can run away from it. <laughs> Not to mention, have you guys ever been in a school, huh? You realize the fire alarm gets pulled as a prank like once a week. You think the jocks aren't gonna be constantly tossing nerds into the man trap? <laughs> Do you listen to yourselves? And even if those ideas don't work, even if they don't, there's one solution that conservatives love to come back to time and time again. And over the weekend, 
It was proposed yet again by none other than Donald Jawhead Trump. What we need now is a top-to-bottom security overhaul at schools all across our country. And above all, from this day forward, every school in America should have a police officer or an armed resource officer on duty at all times. Yeah, yeah. You know, you always hear people saying this after a school shooting. What we need is armed police officers in the school. What's amazing about the debate this time is that they're still saying it, even though in the shooting that just happened, there was an armed police officer and it didn't help. Yeah, classic Trump proposing a solution after it already failed. <laughs> I mean, he would have been a lot of fun in the lifeboats after the Titanic. Next time, we should just ram that iceberg really hard. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? What do you think, Jack? What do you think? And as we've all heard by now, there wasn't just an armed resource officer on the scene. There was a whole platoon of police officers who responded to the shooting, but didn't do shit to stop it while it was still going on. Yeah, and I'm willing to guess it's because they were also shit scared of a gunman armed with an AR-15. I feel like that's what we have to ask ourselves. As a society, do we want to live in a world where anyone can legally buy weapons that the police are scared of? Huh? And just by the way, just by the way, for me, it's been amazing to see how some people love guns so much that they've gone from blue lives matter to screw these bitch ass cops. If they're not here to get shot, then what's the point of having them around? F the police. <laughs> oh, now you don't care about the cops' lives? Like, I don't know, maybe it's just me. I would rather say get rid of the AR-15s and make these officers' jobs a lot more safe. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> it's wild how people flip. You just flip whenever you feel like it. It's also crazy how the cops, they didn't do anything, right? They shoot people because they think they have a gun. And then now they're like, they know it's a gun. They're like, well, we can't shoot them. <laughs> if it's a wallet, maybe, but I mean. So look, I know that America is never going to do what Canada is doing. I don't even expect that, right? There's a gun culture in this country that is far too ingrained to ever truly get rid of it. And I also know that we're not gonna stop gun violence altogether. I'm not naive. But I would hope, I would just hope that after a tragedy like this, Americans could agree that losing some of these is worth it to prevent losing more of these. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney, the voice of Korra on The Legend of Korra. And me, Dante Bosco, the voice of Zuko on The Last Airbender and General Iroh on The Legend of Korra. Each week we'll recap and discuss another episode of The Last Airbender. I don't know if we've ever talked about it, but... 
amazing guests stop by from creators to cast to super fans to chat all things Avatarverse. Are we saying that this is possible in the Avatar universe? Varney, we gotta spread the word. Now fans can also check out our weekly video pods too by subscribing to the official Avatar YouTube channel. That's a lot of fire, isn't it? That's right, we're on video this season, everybody. So, whether you're a super fan with encyclopedic knowledge or you're brand new to this incredible world, it's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut. He represented Newtown when the Sandy Hook Elementary School massacre occurred a decade ago. And following the devastating school shooting in Uvalde, Texas, he begged his colleagues to act. Why do you go through all the hassle of getting this job, of putting yourself in a position of authority? If your answer is that as this slaughter increases, as our kids run for their lives, we do nothing. What are we doing? Why are you here? If not to solve a problem as existential as this. Joining us live now from Hartford, Connecticut, please welcome Senator Chris Murphy to The Daily Show. Senator Murphy, it, it must feel at some point uh, like you, you are, you know, going up against an immovable force. It must feel at some point like you're engaging in a conversation that seems to go around and around in circles, but it seems like in and around this time, there is some movement, there are some Republicans who have said, you know what? maybe there is something we should be doing, even if it is not the perfect solution. Let's, let's jump straight into that and talk about what you've seen in terms of a bipartisan move to change what gun safety should be in America. Well, uh, Trevor, thanks for having me on. And it, it does feel um, often like deja vu repeating itself. Um, 10 years I've been at this, um, the American public has made up their mind. There's nothing in this country that's as popular as changing the gun laws to make our kids safer. 90% of Americans support things like making sure that everybody has to go through a background check before they buy a gun. Um, but we run up against this brick wall, which is the power of the gun industry and the gun lobby. But you're right. It does feel different this time. Um, I just got off the phone, off a Zoom call with um, about uh, 10 or 12 Republicans and Democrats that are trying to pass something that will save lives, not do everything, but try to break this log jam. And I think it's because of the you know, very unique cataclysmic nature of this last mass shooting, but also because over the last 10 years, you know, we've built an anti-gun violence movement that is powerful, that has just as many members and just as much money as the NRA and the gun lobby has, and that has started to have an impact. So I don't know whether this is going to succeed. I, I've been you know, Charlie Brown kicking a football that gets pulled out from under me uh, over and over again enough times to know that maybe this won't turn out differently. But um, I owe it to the families in Texas, the families in my state, in Sandy Hook, to give it a try. What seems to be the holdup? What are some of the internal conversations that you're having? You, you know, without betraying anybody's trust, what are the sticking points? Because if, if, if so many Americans, if such a large percentage is in support of many of these common sense measures, why then do their representatives not seem able to put those things into effect? Well, right now, this is a problem only inside the Republican Party. Every single Democrat in the Senate would support things like expanded 
background checks. And, and the reason that it's a problem in the Republican Party is that um, to win a Republican primary today, a lot of my colleagues think that you need the endorsement of the uh, gun lobby, not, not just because of the money that comes from groups like the NRA, but because um, you know, associating yourself with the gun industry has become kind of a proxy for a broader set of conservative values. And so we've got to solve that problem for Republicans. We've got to find another way for them to demonstrate how conservative they are without having to do the bidding of a of an industry that is supported by only 10% of their constituents. But that's starting to change because now a lot of Republicans are starting to see that if they vote for things, um, you know, like restrictions on um, uh, assault weapons, they actually will be rewarded by larger numbers of their constituents than ever before that support these things. So I think the political calculations of some of my colleagues are beginning to change, but it's slow. You know, for decades, they were told you can never, ever beat the gun lobby uh, in an election. That's not true anymore, but it takes a little while for that lesson to be learned. Let's talk about some of the concrete steps then you're looking to take. You know, every mass shooting in America is followed very promptly by people saying, this wouldn't be solved by that solution. This solution wouldn't solve that problem. And it becomes a chicken and the egg scenario that never seems to end. What are some of the concrete measures that you can take now to change some of the gun laws in America to make the country safer, at least, if not perfect? Yeah, and I think it's really important to remember that there's a mass slaughter in this country every single day. Uh, I, I get it. There's good reason why this country pays more attention after um, a, a catastrophe like Uvalde, but uh, there's 110, 120 people every single day who die from guns. And in fact, since Uvalde, there's been 18 mass shootings in the United States. Now it was four people, 10 people, 12 people, not enough to get the headlines, but there's a crisis every single day. What are we talking about? Red flag laws. These are the laws that allow you to take guns away temporarily from kids like this guy in Uvalde who is sh showing signs uh, of doing something disastrous. We're talking about strengthening our background check system. We're not going to get all the way to universal background checks, but making sure that more gun sales come with these background checks. Um, we're talking about um, money for community anti-violence initiatives, trying to wrap services around at-risk kids, especially in our cities um, where poverty also often leads to violence. Um, that could make a big uh, impact as well. So it's not everything I want, but it would be the most significant set of gun reforms in really 30 years, and we're closer than ever to getting it done. There are many um, people who voted for Democrats who I think would sometimes look enviously at what Republicans are able to do despite, despite you know, their setbacks. You know, we've seen what Mitch McConnell has been able to do with the Supreme Court. We've seen what Republicans have been able to do with abortion and, and restricting it around the country. Um, do, do you ever consider these options? Do you ever think to yourself, oh man, we should also be looking at ways to use the tools and the mechanisms that are present to us in America to get something done? Or, or, or is there a reason that you don't take that approach? Well, right now we have a majority in the House, the Senate, that support expanding background checks to every gun sale, which would probably save the most lives. We have a president who will sign that bill. The problem is the rules of the Senate right now require you to get 60 votes, not 50 votes, in order to pass a, a bill like that. So for the American people, it's frustrating, right? Because they did their job. They put majorities in the House, the Senate, a president of the White House who support where they support expanded uh, protections when it comes to our nation's kids and the safety of our communities. But the rules of the Senate stand in the way. 
Now, when Mitch McConnell wanted to get conservatives on the Supreme Court uh, to outlaw abortion, he changed the rules of the Senate. Uh, but right now, we are a few votes shy in the Democratic caucus of changing the rules now that we're in charge. So yes, I, I, I don't think we should deliberately adopt the policies of Mitch McConnell, but I do think that when we have power, um, you know, when the voters have given us power, we should listen to them um, and do what the majority of Americans want us to do. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Jump into the epic world of Avatar The Last Airbender with Nickelodeon's official companion podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Listen to Avatar, Braving the Elements on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The ongoing Russian war with Ukraine, or as the Russian media says, there is no war, but we are also winning it. Since Vladimir Putin decided to aggressively crash on his neighboring country's couch, Ukraine has been asking America for bigger and better weapons to help them defend themselves. Now, usually, when you ask America to send you weapons, they'll send them quicker than a restaurant that pre-cooks the food in the morning and then just reheats it when you order it at night. But because America and the rest of the world is terrified of starting World War III, rightfully so, they've had to find ways to support Ukraine without being accused of attacking Russia. And so just today, President Biden announced this. This morning, President Biden has announced the U.S. will send another $700 million worth of weapons, defense systems, to the Ukrainian military. Among the newly provided weaponry is the multiple launch rocket system, uh, which is a highly capable long-range system. This has been the subject of debate inside the Biden administration for weeks now, whether or not to provide Ukraine with these more advanced, longer-range weapon systems, concerns uh, within the administration that Russia might view this as a provocative step, giving Ukraine the ability to strike within Russian territory. That's why the United States actually sought assurances and secured those assurances from Ukraine that they would not use these, ro these rocket systems to strike Russian targets on Russian territory. Yeah, that's right. Biden made Ukraine promise that they will only use the rockets in Ukrainian territory. They will not use them in Russia. Yeah, so he's basically giving them advanced rockets, like a dad gives his teenager a credit card. He's like, <laughs> now remember what I told you, this is only for gas, groceries, and the strip club. No textbooks this time. <laughs> I don't wanna see that charge again. But this is major help though, $700 million. That's a ton of rockets. Or maybe it's like 10 rockets. <laughs> I never know with military equipment. Like, no, you, you never know how much anything costs, you know? It's like when someone tells me they spent $100 at Sephora. I have no idea if that's like one face cream or enough eye glitter for a whole season of euphoria. I don't know how much it is. And look, I get that America is trying to find the balance between helping Ukraine and triggering its own war with Russia, but still, this is putting Ukraine in a tough spot. Because who knows how easy these missiles are to use? You know, I don't want us to be in World War III just because some Ukrainian soldier entered the distance in kilometers when it was supposed to be in miles. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, 1.6, I meant to put to <laughs> But I will say, this is good for Ukraine to defend themselves. 
And this is good for Russia to know they can't just push other countries around. And you know who this is most exciting for? American missiles. Yeah. What a different experience this is gonna be for them. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so excited to be going overseas for the first time. And the best part is I've been invited. Wow. <laughs> because my dad went to Iraq, but he wasn't invited. And my grandfather, he went to Vietnam. And boy, did they not want him there. But look at me, I got invited to Ukraine. <laughs> I'm a missile going to Ukraine. They invited me. I'm a good missile in my family. <laughs> my new one-man show, Missile in Ukraine, will be debuting next week. You guys can join in. Thanks for watching. All right, let's move on. Disney released a new Star Wars show on their streaming platform, Disney Plus, which I've heard is good, but not as good as Paramount Plus. Now, this Star Wars show. It's not the one about the Mandalorian, and it's not the one about Boba Fett. No, this one is about Obi-Wan Kenobi, the galaxy's most powerful hobo. And anyone can see where this is going, right? It's just like show after show on Disney. You see what they're doing, and you get it. Their plan is to release a show about every character in Star Wars. It's genius, make a ton of money. Personally, I can't wait for the Jabba the Hutt sitcom. <laughs> She broke your heart, Jabba, but you gotta start dating again. Oh, oh, oh. Dude, chaining her up and putting her in a gold bikini doesn't count as a date, silly. <laughs> <laughs> that show's also premiering next week. Anyway. <laughs> The Obi-Wan Kenobi show is introducing a lot of new characters to the Star Wars franchise, but there is one character in particular who isn't getting the warmest welcome from the fans. This morning, Obi-Wan Kenobi himself putting his force behind co-star Moses Ingram. Where is he? After social media users launched racist attacks against her after her debut in the Jedi Knight's new series. She brings so much to the series. She brings so much to the franchise. And it just sickened me to my stomach to hear that this had been happening. We stand with Moses, we love Moses. And if you're sending her bullying messages, you're no Star Wars fan in my mind. Moses sharing she had received hundreds of racist messages following the series premiere. There's nothing anybody can do to stop this hate. I think the thing that bothers me is that like, sort of this feeling that I've had inside of myself which no one has told me, but this feeling of like, I just gotta shut up and take it. And I'm not built like that. Neither should you be. No one should have to just shut up and take racism. I agree with that. Uh, especially in Star Wars. Guys, like, what is this? What is this? You racist in Star Wars? Like, from the very beginning, this has been a series where no one thinks twice if Harrison Ford is best friends with a giant dog bear, <laughs> or if a brother and sister wanna smash. No one complains about that. <laughs> They're not getting death threats. Like, I'm so tired of fans attacking black people in Star Wars, when there are so many other races and species they could be bigoted against. Think about it, you could hate everyone. Go on a rant about the creepy Twi'leks, you know, or the greedy Jawas. There are so many more opportunities for racism than just black people. Mix it up, broaden your horizons. You know, or as the Ewoks say, you know? <laughs> Gotta think bigger. It really is, just get out there. And you know, 
It's really great that Ewan McGregor made a video supporting his co-star, but I think Star Wars needs to come back even harder at the racists. Really make them suffer. You should give Princess Leia a new black boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. that's right. It's gonna be a dope scene. He's gonna come back in and be like, hey, yo, Leia, I got the plans for the Death Star. We gonna f tonight. All right, finally, let's talk about families. You know, one of the best parts about having a family is that you have people to blame in therapy for why you haven't succeeded in life. And, <laughs> and also, you have people who will continue your lineage deep into the plastic bag global warming apocalypse. Now, there are a few cultures who take family more seriously than Indian people. But as this next story shows, some of them might be taking it a little too seriously. All right, let's take a quick peek at what's trending right now. An unusual lawsuit in India. Parents are suing their only son for not giving them a grandchild. Sajeev and Sadaya Prasad say that they've done their part. They paid for their son's pilot training, a lavish wedding, and even a honeymoon. And they say that they've waited six years for a grandchild, and now they have filed a lawsuit saying that if their son and daughter-in-law don't give them a grandchild within a year, they owe the parents 50 million rupees which is equivalent to $675,000. Damn! <laughs> Damn, this is wild. They're suing their son for not giving them a grandchild. Being parents is so weird. You spend the first 18 years doing everything you can to stop your kids from having sex. <laughs> and then as soon as they grow up, you turn into frat bros. Yo, you gotta get laid, dude! <laughs> and don't use a condom either. That shit's for losers! As weird as it is, part of me sees where these parents are coming from, though. I mean, the only reason you have kids is so that you can get grandchildren. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest, nobody wants to be a parent. You know, it's just what you have to do to become a grandparent. <laughs> the name is in it, it's grand, it's better. <laughs> yeah, and also grandkids and grandparents are on the same page. Of course, grandparents want to be grandparents, you know? They're, they're the same thing. They both love telling long and pointless stories. <laughs> They have so many of the same life experiences. She's like, hey, Grandpa, I walked it in the park and I saw a puppy and I pooped it in my pants. Like, wow, same here, kiddo. <laughs> but look, if these parents really want grandkids, I don't know if a lawsuit is really gonna help make that happen. <laughs> Especially with like a year, you've given them a year. You realize every time now their son has sex, he's thinking about his parents. <laughs> they did this, not me. And that lawsuit is definitely gonna help his dirty talk. Can you imagine this poor Indian guy is gonna be in his bedroom, he's just like, do you like that, do you like that? You like the way I'm trying to avoid paying $675,000 to my parents? <laughs> this is a 50 million rupee pump right here, 50 million rupee. <laughs> How would you do that? On May 14th, a man armed with an AR-15 style rifle shot up a supermarket in Buffalo. Ten days later, another man with an AR-15-style rifle shot up a school in Texas. And just yesterday, a man with an AR-15-style rifle shot up a medical building in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Now, you might think the problem here is all the AR-15-style rifles. But that just shows how little you know, because the real problem, according to some, is all the doors. Have one door into and out of the school, 
and have that one door armed police officers at that door. There should be one entrance in and one entrance out in all of our elementary and all of our middle schools. They're small enough to do that. It is about the single point of entry. If the school was on lockdown, could have the doors have been locked where he couldn't have gotten in? Classroom doors should be hardened to make them lockable from the inside and closed to intruders from the outside. That's right. America has a doors problem. In fact, some doors are totally unhinged, and yet politicians are doing nothing. And since we know other countries don't have America's mass shooting problem, that clearly means that they know something about doors that we don't. (laughs) So we asked Michael Costa to hit the streets and find out how other countries deal with their doors. In the days since Uvalde, we've had 11 more mass shootings. Hold on. Shit, another one. In the days since Uvalde, we've had 12 more mass... Hold on, news alert. 13! Shit. 14 mass shootings. Jesus. But for some reason, mass shootings are the one part of American culture that isn't popular in other countries. How often are you having mass shootings in India? Is it weekly? Is it daily? Since zero. None. In our 30 years, Absolutely never. none. Never. I've never heard of a mass shooting in Ireland. Wow. So what are they doing differently than us? Mass shootings in America. Everyone knows what's causing them. No one's really saying it. It's the elephant in the room. Let's say it together. America has too many guns. Wait, what did you say? The one thing America can do to prevent mass shootings is to limit each school to one, or even better, zero doors. I disagree. Why? That doesn't make sense. One door, how is that going to work? It's like. Wando for the entire school. It's like a jail. How are you going to get out of a fire? Let's say we're in a school together with no doors and we're in a fire. That's why the kids should have guns. You shoot out a circle. I'll grab your hand. I'll be like, I saw it in an action movie once. Okay. And then we we go out or we shoot out the window. Why are they allowed to go? Do you know what I mean? Well, what do guns have to do with it? I'm talking about like... Yeah. Doors, you know, like the shooters come in through doors. Okay. Right? Yeah. I wasn't sure why these tourists were ignoring the real threat to our nation, doors. How did the Polish government defeat the door lobby? They don't. They just let people have doors. Okay. And how many shootings have there been? None. Exactly. What? Well, None. yeah. But these are little European doors, like little ones that like Hansel and Gretel walk through? No. This is in the old days with the old doors, the big wooden heavy doors that was real difficult to open. You know, these are new modern doors, like even a kid can open them. There's so many heartless manufacturers, like Smith & West, no, like Crate and Barrel. They make doors. It doesn't have to do with the doors. Hey, I realize doors are a hot button issue, but just keep your cool. I'm not saying anything crazy. I'm just saying you should have a license to buy a door. You should have a, a, a background check to buy a door. If you have committed a violent crime in the last five years, maybe there's a waiting period for you to buy a door. So you say that buying a gun should be easier than buying any uh, door? But what do guns have to do with it? Guns are what keep us safe. Foreigners like to say that Americans are obsessed with guns. Yet when it comes to preventing mass shootings, all they wanted to talk about was guns. Now who's obsessed? Do you think it would help to ban revolvers? Yeah. You know, the doors that go around like Oh, I thought revolvers. Right. Sorry. Oh, you were thinking of guns. No No guns in the UK. No Very, shootings. Yeah. But what about your constitutional right to have a gun? No constitutional right. Whoa. Does it suck over there? We have uh, a law. You can't buy a gun just like that. You have to have 
permission to have a gun. Yeah, permit, a license. <laughs> yeah, a license. You can't go in the shop and have yeah. a gun. It's complicated. It is. But let me tell you what's simple. One door. You keep coming back to these guns. Right. People are coming through the doors to do dangerous stuff. Well, they have to have something dangerous with them, like a gun. And the doors, I don't know, you walk through the doors. I, I can't see the red. I'm sorry, I can't understand. I appreciate you apologizing. An apology accepted. Maybe one day these foreigners will have some actual advice on how to stop mass shootings in America. But until then, our door is open. Please consider donating to Every Town for Gun Safety. There are movements of parents, students, survivors, educators, gun owners, and concerned citizens fighting to end gun violence and build safer communities. Research shows that common sense public safety policies can reduce gun violence and save lives. Every Town works with local, federal, and state governments to enact and implement those policies. So if you can, please donate at the link below. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. What if I told you imaginary friends are real? This is just so exciting. This Friday, get ready for the movie event with the greatest cast you've ever imagined. Showtime. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, George Clooney, Maya Rudolph, Bradley Cooper, Sebastian Maniscalco, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Aquafina, Keegan-Michael Key, and Steve Carell. I need to throw up or I need a snack. It's one of the two. Gross. If. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Written and directed by John Krasinski.